0: Some people eager for money have wandered from the faith and pierced themselves with many griefs. 1 Timothy chapter 6 verse 10. The lover of money will not be satisfied with money, nor the lover of wealth with gain. This also is vanity. Ecclesiastes chapter 5 verse 10. For what will it profit them if they gain the whole world but forfeit their life? or what will they give in return for their life? Matthew 16, verse 26 Several years ago, the Royal Bank of Scotland sent an offer for a gold MasterCard to Monty Slater. The card came with a $20,000 credit limit. Quite impressive for his first credit card, particularly when you consider that Monty is a Shih Tzu dog. Raymond His owner thought about using the card for some of Monty's favorite treats, but reconsidered, recognizing that his pup was not in a position to pay the balance when it came due, and that might negatively affect Monty's credit rating. This may be a funny story, but it illustrates a sobering truth. We live in a world that encourages us to live beyond our means. We are enticed to have it now and pay for it later as opposed to saving and being good stewards of our God-given resources. We are all caught in this struggle, in one way or another. No one is exempt. Myself included. For months, I had been waiting for the new iPhone to arrive. I'd seen the commercials. I'd put my name on the list for more information. I had to have one. Then, two months before the phone was released... My Palm Trio phone broke, and the insurance I had purchased provided a brand new one. I had a dilemma. I had a brand new Trio, yet I wanted a new iPhone. I kept trying to convince myself that I needed a new iPhone. But I felt a twinge of guilt at the very thought because I had a brand new phone. Finally, I decided I would wait until my new Palm Trio was a couple of years old and then buy an iPhone. They will have perfected it by then and it will be cheaper, I told myself. It was settled. It just so happened that the day the iPhone came out, I was out of town with the worship staff of our church. We'd been visiting churches in another state and planning the sermons for the next year. That night, we ate at a restaurant in an outdoor shopping mall and then decided to walk off our supper. As we walked, we came across an Apple store with a long line of people around it, each of them waiting to get... An iPhone. I said, Hey, I've got to go over there for a minute. I just have to see inside the store and look at the iPhone. As we walked over to the store, someone came walking out with two new iPhones. I asked, May I see one of your phones? I just want to hold the box. You don't even have to take it out. I just stood there, holding the box in my hands and looking at it. Finally, the staff said, Hey, Adam, can we keep walking? Come on, let's go. Okay, I said. I'll be there in a minute. Go ahead without me. A few moments later, I joined them, and we continued walking around the mall, eventually circling back to the Apple store. I walked up to the clerk at the door, whose job it was to let people in a few at a time, and I asked, How late are you open tonight? He said, We'll be open until midnight if there are any phones left by that time. So we left, and we had our evening planning meetings. Around eleven-thirty that night, one of our staff members turned to me and said, You want to go back there, don't you? I said, Yeah, I really do. Come on, let's go, he said. So we got in the car, drove back to the Apple store, and went inside. There was no line now. And they still had a handful of phones left. I held the phone and had three different salesmen demonstrate its features for me. Before long, I had convinced myself that I really needed it. I headed to the back of the store. Yet all the while, I was thinking to myself, You have a new phone. Should you really be buying this? I knew within a year the phone would come down in price. I knew I didn't need an iPhone and I knew I wanted it now. I was torn. By now it was 12.02 a.m., I thought to myself.